Hola. Do you ever feel like the words peaceful, productive, and put together will just never describe you? Do the words anxious, burnt out, or overwhelmed seem to be a more accurate description of where you're at? I know it's hard to think forward to the other side of anxiety and all the chaos that comes with it, but guess what? It's not impossible. I know because I've walked it out, and today I'm sharing four simple steps to take when you want to shift from anxious, burnt out, and overwhelmed to peaceful, productive, and put together. This is one of those tactical and practical episodes, so grab a notebook and a pen, and let's go. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, so today I'm going to lead with sharing one of the reviews on the podcast. This is from Michelle at Treasured Wellness, and she says, Calming Clarity on Scripture. I love how everything Erica talks about is brought right back to God's word. There is no getting around what God says about each situation in our lives. She brings an honest and real conversation and a hard look at our own spiritual walk. Thank you, Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. I'm so grateful for the review. Thank you all for continuing to leave reviews. And if you haven't already, make sure that you are leaving a written review for the podcast. I still have some sticker books that I was giving away from Instagram and inside the Facebook group um, that I'll send over your way in case you are a girl who likes stickers for your planner. Okay, so today we're talking about how to shift. And one of the reasons I'm sharing this is because I was in a place for a very long time where I was struggling to get my life together. I hardly slowed down. And I think the only time I ever really slowed down was when I was forced to, when I got sick. In my mind and in the real world, I just never slowed down. So how in the world did I land on this? I mean, at the end of the day, I can only share what I've walked through. So what ends up happening is... I go through this season, it was a season, a long one, when I couldn't slow down, everything was always fast paced, everything was always go, 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 I packed my schedule, this was like one of those things that I did so I didn't have to deal with my problems, I was always doing something, and the unfortunate part of that was that I didn't have a plan just in case I felt overwhelmed or anxious, right? I was not paying attention to what was causing me to feel burnt out. I just kept going and I ended up getting super sick. And y'all know because I have a whole bald head on my podcast cover. (laughs) What God did in me though was incredible. And 
I really thought I would never escape the angst and the overwhelm, the burnout, the fatigue, just being constantly on the struggle bus, right, that I lived on for so long. But God, but God, okay? This is the process that took me a lot of trial and error to learn, took me a lot of years, right? But I went through that and I can now look back at that and see what did I go through? What did it take for me to get out of this cycle that I was in so that I could have peace, still be productive, and actually have my stuff together, right? I feel like a pretty put together person and I'm not doing a thousand things. So I'm laying it out for you nice and organized because you know I got you, boo, in four steps. And this is very practical, so I hope you have a notebook. I know I said that at the beginning, but I'm going to repeat, have a notebook because you want to take some notes. If you don't have a notebook, that's okay. Head to herrenewstrength.com forward slash podcast. Check the show notes. This is episode 76. Number one, you have to seek the Lord. I'm not playing. When I tell you seek the Lord, I'm talking about getting in the word daily, every day. Whatever you do, make it a priority. Even if you have your Bible app reading to you, all right? Read the word. Make sure you are praying daily. I remember having a conversation with someone and I was like, oh, do you pray? And she was like, yeah, I do that once in a while. And I was like, oh, what's like, what's once in a while? And she's like, you know, like once every couple weeks. I was like, that's okay. All right. I understand. (laughs) You want to try a little more frequently, you know, get in the word every day, pray, talk to the Lord every day and worship. You don't need to go to church to worship. Of course, we want you to go to church. I want you to go to church, but you can worship in your car, in the bathroom, in the grocery store, whatever you want to do. Okay. Worship and read the word and pray every day every single day. Why is this important? I'm going to give you the why in case you're one of those people, because I know I am. Because if you're not focusing on God, then every other thing you're going through seems bigger. And I can tell you from experience that when that happens, it becomes harder and harder over time to pull yourself out of that deep, dark place that you get, you know, in the habit of falling into when you're, when you're there. And getting out of there is very challenging, even if you're receiving the most encouraging word from a friend. No matter what people say, you always feel like they don't understand, right? I don't know if that's you, that was me. When that happens, it's super hard to reorient your perspective. Like shifting from focusing on now to focusing on eternity when you're already thinking that right now is a a terrible time is very challenging. But if you start your day in the word, if you're praying, if you're constantly in communication with the Lord and seeking him, all this stuff that we do and we go through and and we live through, it doesn't seem that bad. Like it's hard, but also Jesus conquered death. So it is what it is, right? Keeping it honest. Number two, you have to commit to doing things differently. And I'm going to give you a real life example of what that looks like. For a very long time, I was a high performer at work. I was one of the top reps in my state. And then I moved to California and I had to learn all of California's stuff. And I also had to learn how to do my job in less time because of California labor laws. So what I found myself experiencing was 
anxiety that I had never gone through before because the load was high and the time seemed to be less. I didn't know how to do my job in eight hours because I had not done my job in eight hours before. I always had some flexibility and I didn't have to worry about requesting overtime and things like that. But when I came here, there wasn't a lot of overtime to be handed out and I needed to still get my work done. And I remember feeling like I was always up against the clock, like I never had enough time to get through my stuff, like I didn't know how to manage my workload anymore. I was like, how was I ever successful in this job, you know? And I found myself spiraling down this terrible path of doubt and discouragement and depression. The depression that came out of that was so deep. And how did I cope, of course, Erica? With drugs, with alcohol, with, you know, not the best coping mechanisms for a long time. And I had to commit to doing things differently. I got a therapist. I asked my boss, like, yo, I don't know how to do this in eight hours. I need you to tell me how you did this successfully so I can do it that way too. And I had never really asked for help before because I was a, I was a figure it out myself type of person. But I raised my hand and I was like, you're telling me I'm not meeting expectations. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know, I had to do things another way because the way that I was doing them was not working. And I don't know about you, but sometimes we think that if we just try harder in the same way that we've been doing it, it'll eventually stick. And guess what? That's insanity. It's the actual definition of insanity. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy Podcast Production and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message George Joy at Facebook.com forward slash George Joy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. So you need to commit to admitting that your way is not the best way and figuring out a better way to do it. And sometimes you have to learn from someone. So you need to find your person, ask for help, raise your hand, right? Pray that the Lord, when you're doing step one, seeking the Lord, ask him, point me to the person who's going to show me how to do the thing differently because I'm not, I'm not doing a good job of figuring this out myself, right? Then step three, you need to take action. So if you see the progression of this, you're seeking the Lord. That's step one. Step two is the commitment. That's the decision. And then step three is to take the action. You might receive advice from people. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't stand people who ask for advice and don't take it. I'm a person who does not ask for advice. And if I ask for advice, I'm going to take it. I had a friend recently, she knows I don't ask for advice. When I asked her for advice, she was like, you're asking me? And you know what? I asked her about like a skincare product. As soon as she told me what she uses, I went out and bought it. And I told her, yo, I really like this thing. I took your advice. I, I used the thing. And she was just like, oh my gosh, you never ask for advice. I feel so honored that you took my advice. I'm like, girl, why would I ask for advice and not take it? But there are people who do that. I know because I've been asked for advice by people who never took the advice that I gave. It doesn't make sense to me. Don't seek help if you're not going to do it, right? 
find help from people whose advice you actually want to take and you will take action on. Okay, so number one, you seek the Lord. Number two, you commit, you make a decision to doing things differently. You're not actually doing things yet. You're just committing. Okay, it's a big step. And then step three, you take action. When I ask for help from my boss, I implemented. When I ask for advice from people in situations where I, I knew I was in a rut, I acted on the advice, right? And you know what? The enemy's going to hit you hard in those times because he doesn't want you to get out of this rut of anxiety and depression, okay? That's why you seek the Lord first because you need that spiritual covering because you need the Lord to be protecting you in this time when you're doing things God's way, right? And then number four, you wait on the Lord. And I've talked about how to wait on the Lord. You pray, you worship, you read the word. It's a repetition thing. It's the same thing as step one. Step one, you seek the Lord. Step two, you commit to doing things differently. Step three, you take action. Step four, you wait on the Lord. And waiting on the Lord looks just like seeking the Lord. Okay? I'm telling you from experience, this changed my life. But it took years for me to figure this out because I was doing things my way because I thought that I knew best. I know myself. I know what's best for me. No, I don't. I was doing things the world's way. And doing things the world's way kept me in anxiety and depression and exhaustion and just feeling run down. You don't want that. And God doesn't want that for you. That's not what he made you for. That's not what your purpose is, right? How can you serve his kingdom if you don't have energy to have conversations and to point people to Jesus and to share the gospel, right? How can you love on people if you don't have energy to do the things that you need to do so you are well, right? So I'll recap for you. I know I've said it several times, but just in case. Number one, seek the Lord. Read your Bible. Pray, worship every single day. Number two, make a decision to commit to doing things differently. You have to acknowledge that your way is not the best way. Step three, take action on the guidance that you're receiving. Okay, look for the people, for the mentors, for the, you know, your pastor or your husband or your friend who's doing the thing that you need them to do for your coach. If you need a coach, holla at me. I got you. You are going to seek advice from people you're actually going to take advice from. All right. And be careful because people will give you advice that they would apply to themselves, not thinking about how you are and who you are. All right. So just be mindful of that. And then number four, wait on the Lord. How do you wait on him? You read the word, you pray and you worship him in the waiting. All right. That's it. Now, I know this is all easier said than done. Okay. I can spew this at you and be like, sis, it's super simple. But I know when it comes to implementation, especially implementing it consistently, it's very challenging. Okay. And I know it's especially challenging when you're struggling with anxiety. Okay, because I've gone through that. I know what it's like, especially when you're overwhelmed, especially when you feel run down and burnt out. I've been there. If this is you, if you want to be obedient, to do what God is leading you to do, but you feel like it's a lot to navigate because you don't know what he's leading you to do. Or maybe you don't know how to hear from him. Or maybe you feel stuck. You have goals. You think you have goals. Maybe you don't know how to start to have goals. You don't know where to start. This is 
absolutely an opportunity for you, all right? If you're trying to do things on your own, but you haven't been making traction and you feel frustrated or you feel overwhelmed, your current habits, your approach, your routine, they're not working despite you wanting to make progress, I need you to stop, all right? I know what that's like. I remember how desperate I was to get out of that season and thinking everything that was important and just being exhausted from trying to figure it out and doing it on my own, it led me to a very, very dark place and I got super sick. I did not have peace. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 33 says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. That is what he wants for you. And that is what I want for you too. And that's why I've opened up private coaching. I shared this already. So if you're ready for one-on-one, God-led, biblically-based support to help you live well so you can steward well and use your gifts to boldly serve God's kingdom, email me, erica at herrenewstrength.com. And what it means to live well and to steward well and to boldly serve God's kingdom, it means that we're going to be addressing your mental, your emotional, your physical, and your spiritual wellness so that you walk it out, so you live it out. You'll learn how to steward well, personal accountability, coaching, so I can help you manage your time, get your energy in order, your gifts and your resources being used for God's glory and God-honoring ways, right? It means you'll have hands-on encouragement and guidance from me. I will help you actually shift your perspective to the eternal when you feel stressed, when you feel stuck, and I'll teach you how to do it on your own. So if that's you, email me, erica at herrenewedstrength.com to book a free 30-minute call. We'll talk, get to know each other, figure out if working together is a good fit for both of us, and we'll go from there. Again, email me, erica, E-R-I-K-A, at herrenewedstrength.com, or click the show notes to grab my email. I am offering special pricing for all the ladies who begin in September, but I have very limited spots because I have my kids full-time, all the time, and my family's number one. So if you've been asking God for a lifeboat, I'm here. That's all I have for you today. I will see you next time. God bless you. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.